Well, good evening. I'm going to go for it now because we've always got to leave a bit of a gap at the beginning to see uh, when this thing actually goes live. I know you're desperately trying to miss the intros for me, but I'm afraid we're back for episode 12 of Coombe TV. I am joined this time by uh, Tom Davis, so if I need the loo, I'm covered this time. That's fine. No problem. <laughs> but we've also got a very special guest this weekend, and I know a lot of you have been asking for this man. You all know that I am massive admirer, massively appreciative of the Mighty Orange Army, uh, the medical crews, the rescue crews, the maintenance crews, everybody in race control. So what can we do to engage with them? Well, we go right to the top from our circuit. Let me take myself off solo and bring in, we've got Tom Davis, but most importantly, we've got Richard Beard. Hello, Richard. Good evening, both. Hey, Rich. You all right? Hi. Hello. Yes, Tom. Good, good, good. I'm, I'm impressed that we've got you in the uh, in the orange there as well. You, you had to do oh, it. Oh, you've got you? to fly the flag. Absolutely. Talking of flying the flag, we were thinking, what have we got to be saying if we've got the marshals on? Hey! 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 <laughs> dilly, dilly. Have it. Hey! <laughs> And that, that's script gone there. <laughs> don't you worry, it can, it's going to still keep going as well. Uh, Tom, thank you, mate. You sent me this one and it was just made me laugh. And I hope, <laughs> and I hope it's got you all watching this as well. And uh, welcome to what we know is going to be a good show. You probably thought, Tom, that I'd uh, I'd hidden it away. <laughs> no, well, do you know what? I, I mean, we were talking about it and and um. Yeah, I, I, and when it came about, and you said it's like the official the un, or the unofficial war cry of the marshals, and um, I thought, do you know what? Let's have a bit of a laugh, and I'll get you one. And I did think, I thought, oh, he's not wearing it. I thought, that's a bit cheeky. <laughs> and then I saw a little bit of blue, and they had, obviously, I should have got orange. I didn't have an orange one. And I, saw, I thought, yeah, ah, okay. And I didn't realise you were going to do like the whole yeah. Superman. Hell yeah. Yes, yeah. Had me yeah. worried at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you thought, what have I signed up to here? <laughs> Rich, don't look so nervous. You don't need to look nervous. You know, don't, don't look so nervous, Rich. Honestly, we, we, you, you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm trying to get yeah. a word in. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh you you'll get plenty mate i mean the thing is is what i'm loving is that we've got the uh them coming in uh you know obviously we've got uh tim perry even everybody hope you're all well emma strawford a up dorsey and obviously everybody <laughs> else base carter beardy dave rogers beardy yeah. dilly dilly the amount of times <laughs> hey, we hear that above all the, all the racing cars like, through the paddock <laughs> so yeah and then of course it's just lit up gerald howe dilly dilly yay dilly dilly from tim uh, perry base carter darren duffield uh it's just good to see you all here uh we got chris parr papa parr as i call him because obviously uh he's matt parr's dad uh, and Russell Pointer Brown, one of our own, loving the t-shirt, Dorsey. Good. I'm glad you do. Um, it was a risk. Um, and Martin Bennett, one of our, another one of our commentators. Nice t-shirt. Uh, and good evening. Right. So that was the uh, the big welcome. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. this man that we've got here. I mean, I've I've got to know Richard. I've got to know you well uh, over over the years. And uh, Mr. Nice Guy, but you've got a very serious job. Marshal Secretary for Castlecombe Racing Club, no, board member, me. <laughs> board member for Castlecombe Racing Club, race clerk of the course, uh, race examining post chief. Fifty-eight years young. That's your <laughs> word. Yeah, fair, mate. Yeah. That's your words. Married with two daughters and a technical director for New Park Security Limited. 
how did we manage to pry you away from all of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I've always been a motorsport nut, always loved cars. And um, eventually I got off the sofa and got dragged to the circuit. Unbelievable for me. I'm, fundamentally, I'm lazy. So um, <laughs> yeah, go and don't get close to racing is just fabulous. I happen to be wearing a, a badge for it. But uh, at the end of the day, I just want to see great racing and uh, wear better than Kuma, of course. Yeah, I always yeah, make yeah. the comment when I'm even when I'm like hosting the racing school and occasionally we get some of the mighty orange army coming into the racing school and having a, having a crack and, and they're always appreciated because I sort of say, have we got any in and they put their hand up and everyone else is kind of like, you know, way, mm-hmm. thank you. Because as we say, without the orange army, the maintenance crew, the medical crews, et cetera, et cetera, we don't go racing. Mm-hmm. The orange mm-hmm. army don't get paid. You guys are volunteers. Yeah, absolutely. If if we did, there's rumours sometimes about shouldn't we be paid, and you would attract people who are doing it for the money. We're all doing it because we're, we just want to be there. And that's mm. the one big thing. It's not like a day job where you turn up, you have to go, you get stuck with whatever colleagues. We're choosing to be there, and we're all like-minded, and uh, there's nothing else for it. It's For me, it gets away from the stress of the day job. It's quite busy. We're quite a small company, so, you know, the buck stops right here sometimes, so you just have to get on with it. But get to the circuit, get wrapped up in uh, the event, see some great racing. Unfortunately, things sometimes go wrong, and you muck in and do your best, help everybody out as best you can, and you just go home, great sense of satisfaction. I'm just going to pick you up there, because you you said about the stress, like your your day job and stuff and everything. I I appreciate, you know, that. But let's look at a busy race day when we've got mm. some incidents mm. and you're saying that's not stressful <laughs> when you're running around you know you know, big incidents. I, 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 I wanna, I, you come on let's let's dig into that a bit more rich because you, you're <laughs> acting cool as a cucumber here and <laughs> um, you know i've seen <laughs> and i have seen you know some big incidents in my time uh, in my short time up at the circuit and what you guys do and uh, you know so come on tell us a bit more about that because that surely must be a different form of stress and how you deal with that on the day and what you're doing. Mm. Come on. I mean, it's just to say, okay. Oh, you know, all right. Well, my maturity helps. Um, I wouldn't say I've seen it all before, but you've seen some things inevitably through your life and you learn how to deal with things and you've got to make it constructive. No matter what you do, you've got to help. Mm. So, uh, the old adage like Marshall on the bank, you count to 10 before you do anything. Now in my early days, I just like rushed out to the instant and sometimes you think, oh, I shouldn't really have done that afterwards. Mm. You dwell on it and think, yeah, next time. You think, you plan, and then you take action. And um, somebody also can, um, can made, made me think like I'm um, a swan on a lake sometimes. I'm mm. sort of like staring, looking, thinking, but my God, I'm panicking underneath. But then you put in a constructive plan and move forward. So, yeah, it's you've got a great team around you. If you don't know the answer, somebody else will. Yeah. So we're a bunch. We're we're a team. Race control team is quite a tight knit family, arguably, and we bounce ideas around the room. In the heat of the moment, it can get quite noisy up there. Mm-hmm. But we're all offering advice and thoughts on what the next action should be. And then the uh, senior clerk will just make a decision. We'll go with it and we'll support everything. So, yeah, it's, it's just planning for the best. So, but, yeah. which, which came first? I mean, one of the key things that I always pick up uh, with you, Richard, is that 
as Tom's already said, you, you, you are clearly very calm. Even the way you answer that, it's like, play it cool, Trig, play it cool. <laughs> Some people would and, say half asleep, but yeah. But, you know, that there is that sort of just, which of course is a contagious um, a, a way of behaving because mm. it will it will make everyone else kind of go. Now, which came first? Was that you and therefore mm. you're suited to this role or has your mm. years doing this role mellowed you out? Which came first? Funnily enough, in my very first year or two on the bank, uh, somebody gave me a nickname, a Mellow Yellow. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't stroppy, (laughs) noisy yellow. It was Mellow Yellow. And um, one race day, one particularly bad race day at Tower, I had five yellow cars impacted in the barriers around me, and that's when I acquired the nickname. Um, (laughs) Now, just... Well, I just, you know, calm, try and get on with it. I might be panicking inside, believe me. Mm-hmm. But what what does it bring to the table? Um, mm. In my day job, I was on a site with a customer who was having a bit of strop on. And she said, you just don't care. And just couldn't take that I was trying to think yeah. and deal with the situation calmly. She wanted me to panic and run around and sort it out. And I was thinking, what the hell do I do here? And there's no point in rushing off in a panic and doing the wrong thing. So, uh, mm. yeah, it's, it's bit me on the bum sometimes, but, uh, yeah, deep down I'm, I'm calm, but inside not necessarily. Cause I see you a bit of a general when I'm up there, like, you know, you're, you've got these, <laughs> no, but it's, no, because I think you, you, these guys, we've had so many comments over the last few weeks about getting you, yeah, getting you got, you're getting you on and everyone's support. And I think, you know, I see you up there and you, you know, I'm sure you're going to tell us more about it, but you, 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 you always have time for people. You know, I've worked, been lucky enough to to do five auto sports off, off the bat with you now. And, mm. um, you know, we always have a bit of a laugh. But you've always got time for people. You always listen. You always want to help. And I do see, you know, and also I'm gonna, I'm, we'll talk a bit, I'm sure. But we had a, a couple of years ago when some outside, sounds weird, and the outside marshals came in. And I'll be careful <laughs> what I say. But there was a distinct difference, a distinct difference between the 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 group of Coom regulars and kind of you know the, the the family and i think that's the only way chris i don't know isn't it really i can say the, the family yeah. of marshals and i suppose you're the fa- you're the father of that family <laughs> oh, back but, to the age thing again no, there's, there's a theme coming through here but but it's yeah. very different it, but but it's yeah. it's something we get we get huge numbers we get comments great comments all the time from the drivers from the public from everybody is that something that you know that you're doing is that something you see at other circuits when you go there and you know, and work and marshal because that is really. I just want to say this because I think it's a testament to what you guys are doing. Not you know everyone in your team, but the the yeah. love and that's come across. And, and maybe I'm getting all emotional or something like. But it you know it, it really has come through, it, Chris. That, that, that just that whole yeah. uniqueness of what you guys do. So just yeah, what I'd say. You, <laughs> sorry, but yeah, you know yeah. you're a good man. You said about visiting marshals. Some circuits have a reputation of being a bit cliquey. So if you fit, fine. If you don't, don't even bother going there. Um, we are a family. Are we cliquey? No, I, I hope not. No. I'm, I'm a big fan of marshalling all around the country. Obviously, the Coombe calendar is, is filled 100%, and then I'll look at what else I can do. But we've all got to interact. Who knows whose help you might need at a spur of a moment in possibly nasty circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, no, we've all got to work together. I'd like to think I'm open and welcoming, I'm very keen to bring others into the sport. So uh, on a race day, you'll see me. I've personally taken on the the role of looking after people who sign up for a Marshall Taster Day. 
I remember, I was relatively quiet. Possibly that's the impression you get from me from my calmness. I was always very quiet as a kid. I remember one early birthday party, I must say early, when all these kids started turning up in our house and I disappeared. I just didn't want to get involved with a big crowd. But I've grown out of that now. So I'll celebrate my birthday. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's being cliquey, being welcoming, taste of the days, they're turning up. It's a very brave move. I think 80% of the inquiries I get, they never actually make it to their first day. If I get them there, then I will spend the whole day talking to them, trying to welcome them, answer those questions they haven't even asked, possibly not even thought of. Because I know what it was like to be there first in this very different environment with a load of total strangers, a lot of noise, a lot of stress. And then if they want to come back again, brilliant. I see that as my job well done. So, yeah, it is a challenge. Um, the other thing with different circuits, there's always different ways of doing things. And we think we have the best solution for Coom. It may change. It may evolve. Some people will come from elsewhere and they know that system works at their circuit. Mm. Mm. Great. But if we're all working from different plans, then you get problems. So. Mm. Yeah, we have to be welcoming. We have to be open to new ideas. We do see um, people visiting other circuits coming back, feeding us an idea, and we chuck it into some of our training days. We can actually discuss, like in a closed room with, say, a group typically of 30 marshals. And we can, we can talk about experiences elsewhere. And the, mm. the training team, great team we've got, I'll tell you more about that later. But they will feed it back into the mix. And do you know what? If it's a good idea, we'll do it simple as that i don't care where it come from because we don't know everything we haven't experienced everything we've just got to deal with what we've seen so far and learn from it so and and that's you know you must have seen that yourself from when you were the you know the the, the youngster on the bank you know learning your way going up through and you know we've got a post there for another one of the orange army chris rear high rich aka mellow yellow as we now know that you were called there it I've was got to Chris ask, and his team where I picked up that. Was it? <laughs> it almost feels appropriate there. Mellow Yellow is that, did you at that point have uh, the the desire and the belief that you could be top banana? See what I did no. there? Mellow yeah. Yellow? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> now, no idea at all. I, I thought I'd be on the bank. I got to examining post chief where you look after and train the team around you responsible for a sector. Um, and just in passing, I, I said to Adrian one day, oh, can I have a go at so-and-so? And he said, yes. And I thought, bloody hell, I like that. And I just started trying different things. Mm. So, no, I had no aspiration. I must admit, when we were in a meeting of the board, when Adrian and Nikki stood down, Steve stepped forward for competition side of things. I looked around the room, well, who's going to be chief marshal then? Or marshal secretary is the role is. And I thought, oh, okay, well, everybody else has stepped back. So <laughs> let's give it a go. Let's give it a shot. I would never, ever volunteer. That's been a few years now, hasn't it, Rich? I mean, how many years has that been, been now that you've I taken I don't on? do dates. I think it's 2014, blimey. Oh. Yeah, the end of 2014. So yeah, um, ready for 2015 season. Yeah. So five years and my God, the time's flown by. 
Yeah, and, and do you think you know? Do you think things have changed? I mean, do you think things have changed in the world of marshalling and what you guys have done over the last six years? Because I mean, the numbers of the numbers. In, I mean, we've had some huge training yeah. days in the last couple of years, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, it got to the point where we had two hundred at last year's training day, and mm. that I haven't heard of those numbers elsewhere. Possibly because the um, bigger circuits may splinter theirs into different groups over different mm. days, but I'm sure we're pushing the limits for the. Mm. Uh, number of attendees and there's a lot of people who may marshal elsewhere but they only come to Coombe for their training so mm -hmm. uh, I mentioned the training team earlier there's a close-knit family of us of about 12 um, Steve Steve Weston bless him heads it up uh, with my support we, we make a great double act I think but uh, those 12 people put in an awful lot of hours um, um, myself and a couple of others went to Motorsport UK Train the Trainer session in Nottingham last October, November. And we were, Coombe Marshals were 25% of the attendees. So right. that's saying something. We just want to yeah. push ourselves. We want to do it better. And uh, I think we've got a good reputation for it. So this year we had to uh, break ourselves then into three groups. We have post chiefs and officials on one day, and that's a day fundamentally where we talk through year's events and how we plan and how we structure things. And there's some very frank discussions, but we take it constructively. We learn from it. And, you know, we'll take a cast a vote in the room as, all right, who thinks we ought to do that? And if there's a majority, we'll run with yeah. it and we'll implement it. Um, the other two training days were about 100 each. And uh, very healthy numbers, good groups, plenty of activities. And uh, i got to say thanks to the uh, Coombe training team. I can't name all the names. It would get a rather long conversation. <laughs> but you know who you are, folks. And uh, yeah, definitely. And Steve are very grateful. Yeah, no, well, that's, that's good. I'm going to uh, pick up on that is the fact we've got someone that must have come through that. We got a message mm. from Craig Fisher saying, uh, <laughs> hi, Richard. Thanks for the best ever welcome to a circuit ever <laughs> when I joined Castle Coombe as a marshal. Still loving Castle Coombe as a marshal. Still mm. loving uh, and the Castle Coombe Orange Army and obviously yeah. saying about yourself being a top bloke. And, and that, for me, yeah. sums up that we can feel when we turn up. And, and mm. you know, I yeah. love, I feel honoured that, that the Mighty Orange Army make me feel welcome at the circuit as well. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, they're the integral part of it. And one thing I've never quite managed to, to understand is the, is the humility of the Orange Army, is that I'll always make a big thank you for everything they do. Mm. And all that triggers is big thank yous for me thanking them. Mm. And it's do like, no, no, it's aimed at you guys. <laughs> yeah. I've got to be careful. I keep saying a day on the bank. And quite frankly, at the moment, I don't get enough time to do that. My, my calendar is quite busy. Um, but on Craig's point there, I love to do martial sign-on. I love to welcome people in the morning. There's always inevitable questions and queries, people who haven't seen the hour circuit before, etc. And I always want to be there. But if I'm clerking on the day, then perhaps I have to get over to uh, race control, etc. It's difficult to spread myself around. I'm finding on the race day now, I'm just moving from people's questions one to another and queries and chatting. Um, what do I do on a race day? Not a lot, but I think I help bond a very strong team. So, uh, yeah, I think the sum of the uh, whole is, you know, is better than any individual input. Yeah. 
Uh, that's so. my point kind of coming back to that general thing though again you know like i said whenever i see you and i've you know when I've, we've, I've got involved on the periphery of things and i can see people they come to you they understand you know again you've gone through you've always got time when you're talking and i, and I think yeah. this is a great thing i've had personally with people that have asked me um about marshalling and there's a few you know names of people have got involved on our training days and they've always said what a lovely bloke rich is he, he explained it you know he had time yeah. to go through it and, you know, I, I imagine there's some people who do the taste days or maybe come and then think this isn't quite for me or the commitment yeah. or whatever. But I've never, I haven't personally ever heard a bad thing about uh, any welcome or reception or anything that you guys have done. And like I said, mm-hmm. and I think, again, you know, that, that and like I said, all the love that's coming in, and I'm sure Chris is going to put it up. Um, but everyone's supporting everyone, isn't it? And that's the great thing. And hence, we're doing these shows and, and getting you on. Yeah. Just uh, back to Chris's point about the commentators. Sometimes if you're out on a remote post and it's a very quiet day, your only link to what's going on is the commentary. So if it's quiet, if there's nothing happening, the commentators just their grasp and like telling you what they can tell you, because sometimes there may be reasons you can't say too much. But that's invaluable keeping us mm. informed. And from a serious instant point of view, one of the best things we can have is a commentator working with us to just like keep things calm, keep people informed, keep them uh, up to date, uh, let them know what the plans are. And yeah, certainly out on post in the middle of nowhere, that's bloody good. Uh, and, um, thank you, Richard. And, and that is nice to hear. And I've not really thought of it that way. And, and I, one of the other things that made me think of is that there's obviously times when we have long delays as well. Mm. Mm. Um we had, uh, was it last season, that we had one particular day where we had something like three 30-minute delays. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the areas I pride myself on, is that for me, it's about keeping something going. It doesn't have to necessarily, it, it, more often than not, it probably isn't talking about what's going on out there. Because as you say, we probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Plus, we probably don't know because it's mm-hmm. happening as we as we do. I update what we're going on, but you still got to keep the spirits high. The my, you know, for right, rightly or wrongly, my attitude is entertainment as well. Absolutely, and it's about keeping that going. But mm-hmm. the fact that you guys actually not only are doing it quick, and and that's the the royal you guys, because of mm-hmm. course, like Les and his team and everyone like that, mm-hmm. the medical team that are there instantly. Um, you know, the, the work that's going on and yet still keeping me updated that can then keep everyone else updated. Yeah. You talk about, you know, multi. Yeah. Well, let's face it. We're, we're there to watch great racing. Nobody wants to see a stationary track with a bit of tar wall repair going on. Les and the circuit maintenance team, by God, they're good. Um, I've threatened to take him away to other circuits when I do other events because, it can be frustrating sometimes, but each team has their way of doing things and there's different challenges. I respect that. But sometimes, you know, when Les gets involved, it's going to get sorted as best as he can. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just going to pick up um, on some of the comments because they're coming in thick and fast and we mm. lose them off the top if I'm not careful. We've kind of got t- three distinct uh strands here of comments coming in if you will we've three got distinct people did you say no no, no <laughs> we've got a lot more than that i can assure yeah, you yeah. but we've got three strands one is is your brethren if you will be from the orange army we've obviously got a lot of those but also uh chris mason good to see you here as well mate so the medical and all of that side of things 
We've then got the drivers, and I mean, we're getting plenty of comments that's coming up. David Vivian, we had Matt Parr's already said thank you for, for it. David Vivian, big thanks to all the marshals. Couldn't do what we love without you. Um, we got uh, Elliot Harris, uh, thanks to all marshals. Without you guys, no one could ever go racing. You guys are awesome. So we've got a third strand that is the spectators. Now, let's mm. be honest, we're all fans. We're all spectators, mm. first and foremost. But the ones that are actually paying to be on the bank, is the third strand that's thanking the Orange Army for everything they do. Yeah. That Do you guys ever feel the pressure out there that you've got yes. that expectation from so many different angles? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. You've, you've got somebody possibly with a serious injury, so there's a lot of pressure. But what could be worse than, say, running towards a burning Alfa Romeo with a fire extinguisher and falling in a rabbit hole? <laughs> doing a full forward roll, not dropping the fire extinguisher and then carrying on running. Yeah, I um, can't imagine it myself. And the crowd going, hey! <laughs> <right>. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I got a good little cheer from that. Yeah, that was the exit of uh, Quarry many, many years ago. But I did put the fire out, so I was happy with that. I'm just going to go back a little bit because there's a question that's come in already and that kind of is relevant where you mentioned the corner. Our very own Emma Strawford says, Rich, which corner... At any circuit that you've marshaled at is your favourite. So it could be any cor- any circuit. So one corner that you've actually marshaled at that you go, yeah, that was that was my favourite. My time on the bank is ninety ninety five percent Coombe. So um, I used to love Tower Corner. Once the chicanes came in, it went quiet for a couple of years. But the last two years, Tower Corner is let's just say been busy. I think that's the phrase. Um, always surprises me. And, um, yeah, the cars are at a great speed when they hit those brakes. And inevitably, that's when something can break or they can misjudge it, etc. So, yeah, I think head on at Tower. Um, I've got very fond memories of the carts and the super carts <laughs> when they're there. Um, you just see, oh, and also uh, motorbikes and sidecars. In Tower, you're almost at the head-on position. And you just see a little twitch on the steering wheel and a little jink, jink. And I've, I've met still to this day, I go <gasps> like that because there's no way they're going to make it around that corner. So I think, yeah, that you've got the added speed. And when they're coming towards you, it's hard to judge that speed. So, um, yeah, terror corner for me, I think, which may surprise some, but I've had some great days out there. Well, I love the fact that you've you've called one that, yeah, probably isn't, you know, some of the easy targets are going to be your quarry or your yeah. your, your camp for a lot of people. Mm. But um, not only have you said tower, but I, I, I'm with you. I follow all of that. That mm. makes sense. Right. I'm conscious we are losing them off the top. Chris Mason, good evening. Uh, he's out saving the world tonight. Thanks, Chris. Keep up the great Thank work. Thank you, Chris. Still watching. I uh, hope you're all well. Margaret Tarling has said, Richard, you're more like a ruddy duck than a swan. I just, want to ju- I just want to jump in there on that one because um, I love Margaret a bit and I think there's a lot of people that don't realise I, I yes. the Orange Army gets a big brush all over it. There's a lot of volunteers of people um, in the back that do huge mm. amounts of work. Margaret's one of them um, that has to deal with a lot of, I'm going to be polite this, disgruntled customers maybe sometimes. <laughs> and, customers, and, yes. um, and I think, and also, and I'm going to just, sorry, Chris, I'm going to pick up on this quickly. But there is one person that actually does do all the work, and Richard's not actually mentioned them, which I think is a bit unfair. And it's the person who actually keeps everything going and does everything for him. And he's smiling now. Um, yes. And I'd just like to say, Jackie Beard, again, you know, another volunteer who, 
you know, obviously is the much better half um, to, to Mr. <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? And it's even like with Sarah, Sarah and Steve Weston. There's mm. a lot of people, of partners, things like, again, that people on the banks or even myself didn't even realize that are getting involved so just what i don't because i saw margaret's comment there because i think there's a lot of volunteers and i don't know where you'd put those guys rich is in the i suppose yeah. our part of the orange army in a way yeah, that's it, thank right. you thank you to those guys yeah generally in the officials there behind the scenes margaret bless you she's uh yeah she's always uh always great on a race day great sense of humor uh when we dragged her into the far car last year because we were uh short on yeah. the day yeah. Bless her. Uh, so if she's not at Le Mans on the on the bank this year, I'll be be ashamed. But uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you at the circuit soon, Margaret. And 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 I'll say thank you as well, Margaret, because she's her and her team are so helpful in mm. making sure that that I've got the paperwork uh, up mm. in the commentary box. And mm. you know, it's very easy to to sort of think, oh, well, that's not important. It is because I'm the conduit to let everybody yeah. else know yeah. what's going on. A key point of my Marshall Taste Day is taking people behind the scenes and to a T, every single one of them says, I never knew there was so much that went on behind the scenes. Yeah. So I go through all the race admin, driver sign on, etc., race control, and uh, even the scrutineers behind the scenes. Um, yeah, it, it surprises me what it takes to make a race day run well. Um, Coom, we have some uh, challenging timetables. I think that's the way Steve would put it, listen. <laughs> And um, that's what we want. And to make it happen, you've got a lot of people paddling hard. We do. And so thank you from me as well, Margaret. I do appreciate all the work you do. Now, sadly, uh, from my side, is that we got so many comments and questions coming in, Richard, that they are disappearing off the top. I've lost a whole load. Apologies uh, uh, for that. Um, We've just got so many. We've got another... uh, Orange Army, Fran Elson, uh, evening guys from the Elsons in sunny future in uh, Cardiff. Another husband and wife couple who do a lot behind the scenes, especially out at Pembrey. Always grateful for them and their colleagues' support. Well, hence, again, Tim Perry's another one of your hardcore yeah. there. And uh, and he's even there going, hi to the Elsons. So as soon as they've seen... <laughs> and, and literally, I've been, I've been watching a lot of this and they're actually sort of like bantering yeah, and chatting yeah. with each other. And the best thing is... It is involving a whole load of drivers. We've got uh, Martin Lazy Boy Chivers. Uh, he was here. I saw Ray Ferrari up Ferguson here as well. And they're all sort of bantering backwards and forward and supporting each other. There's a mutual loving going on. I'm going to be honest. There's a, there's a mutual loving. Um, ben Hindle, big thanks to all the marshals, recovery, rescue and officials. Top job done by all. Without you, racing wouldn't happen. happen. Um, Lee White. He'll have had uh, other comments as well, but of course he's from the rescue, and I see that the uh, the prettier member of the duo has now arrived. No offense, brains, but... brains. That is the brains. <laughs> all the hard work. She's Hello, Jackie. Cook. Hello, this is for Becky. Hello, Becky. <laughs> yeah, lovely to see you as well. I know you probably. I don't know whether you were listening in, but Tom made the key point is that there's just so many, not necessarily all dressed, uh, you know, not all heroes wear capes, not all heroes wear orange as well. And, you know, there's so many of you that are doing stuff, yourself included. And, and the thanks goes to you as well, Jackie, for everything you do. No, I, I agree. There's a lot going on behind the scenes with the admin ladies, driver sign on teams. So, yeah, well done to everyone. Yeah, Jackie never volunteered to be a Marshal Secretary's <laughs> wife. Um, <laughs> when uh, when I did not step backwards like all the, everybody else did, um, I was thinking of me and what can I do, etc. 
but this is my little Trojan who uh, works and supports me. So um, a key member of the team. Yeah. Um, some of the comments have been that it's going to be like an episode of Gogglebox if we're not yeah. careful tonight. <laughs> so uh, watch out. <laughs> um, just again, looking at these, honestly, I've not seen comments coming in so quickly uh, as we've got here. Matthew Roberts, last year was my first Martian. I ended up doing almost every day and loved every second. The training day and taster day were incredibly fun and interesting. And the welcome from everyone on every race day has been brilliant. Now I have the wife wanting to join in as well. There so, you go. see, yeah. you got it's, uh, and that does happen a lot, Richard, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? It becomes a family affair, immediate family as well as the extended family that the Orange Army are. Absolutely, on a taste day, there's sometimes like, oh, I'm not sure whether or not um, my son will enjoy it, but I'll come along and you know cheer him along on the day, and then dad signs up for the day. Husband and wife couples. There's a lot of uh, teams that are like, and it is, it's, it's quite infectious. You're away long hours. So typically, you know, we're leaving home before five and I'm relatively near the circuit and we're getting back after seven or eight. Um, so as long days apart, come along and just spend some time. And um, sometimes we leave home twice when we've forgotten something. That's <laughs> he's forgotten something, Jackie, you mean? Yeah. He's oh, yeah. forgotten he has, something. Yeah. Remember, yeah, he's yeah, supposed yeah, to be in charge, yeah. Jackie. Remember, yeah. he's supposed to be knowing what I'm he's just doing. Somewhere else I need to be right now. I'll leave you <laughs> in the rounds. No, you're all right. You carry on talking, love. You're good at it. <laughs> But it, here's another name that, of course, does an incredible amount uh, yeah. behind the scenes. Joe uh, Lukovic, that many of you will also see in the office, and uh, she'll have been doing loads of work leading up to the uh, the weekend. By the way, that's probably the first time I've, I've ever been able to pronounce your surname right there, so I'm quite pleased with that. <laughs> um, but uh, she's just saying, by the way, don't forget your videos for the Castle Coombe Toilet Roll Challenge as well. That's been launched now, is that the Castle Coombe Toilet Roll Challenge. I can't remember exactly what it is, but you've got to kick toilet rolls or something i can't remember now i must admit i got over my dead body they're like gold (laughs) dust in this house i thought it was just a stressor coming on here the toilet roll challenge (laughs) probably probably margaret's uh uh she's uh, stirring again is that gin and tonic richard oh absolutely it's traditional isn't it chris Absolutely. It's a prerequisite, I would even go as far as to say. Jack's had new carpet, so I didn't want to risk red wine, but I see she's going for it. So, yeah. Who's it? Coat? Oh, it looks red from here. Yeah, Listen, it's, it's our version of pint in the paddock, isn't it? This this is yeah, what, what we're doing. Uh, someone who knows all too well about the work that mm. you guys all do, Pete Spiller. Um, oh, yes. Obviously, uh, the, the lad uh, in, in the mini in what was, I was up in the main commentary box for this one. And for those of you who don't know, he went across the start-finish line, round the very quick folly, started to to go up uh, Avon Rise and got clipped in the background um, from an errant car, we'll say leave it at that, and literally just went sideways and barrel-rolled sideways and then end-over-end multiple times heading up Avon Rise and then off exit stage left. It was, I had to watch that, and it's one of those ones that, um, for anybody who doesn't, know is that it's not really the dumb thing as a commentator to go holy crap that's a massive crash <laughs> which is yeah. kind of your initial reaction yeah. a you're not supposed to swear b you're not really supposed to get over dramatic because you've got family you've got friends Absolutely. you've got everybody watching and might not be watching might actually be the other side of the circuit so it's a responsibility to kind of play it as calm as possible um 
But I'll be honest and say it looked awful. And you guys, bang, jumped onto the scene and got it sorted. Yeah, um, just for your info, I was actually clerking um, that uh, session. So I ended up looking at the video with Dave and interviewing him and talking to him. Um, yeah, he was quite shaken up. Uh, by the time he'd uh, got to me, he'd been to the med centre and signed off okay with a slight cut of the leg. Hope he doesn't mind me saying that. And you just want to investigate things as best you can, but more to the point, just to try and run through it with him because you're beating yourself up as what you did wrong and that sort of thing. And, you know, unfortunately, some things like this happen from time to time. But the uh, the footage of that incident was uh, quite harrowing. And um, Dave was uh, grateful for me to go through things with him. And, uh, yeah, it's... As you can tell, it, it affected me, that one, because that was a nasty incident. We were lucky there. Dave was lucky. And I hear he's hoping to get another car and back out Done. there. It's already. That, in fact, that, ah, that photo, I think that photo that was on that, it's gone already yeah. off the top. But that, I believe, is the new car, and it's been out, and it has hit the track, and they're all ready to go. Uh, yeah. no, amazing. That's, that's the happiest ending we could want. Um, Absolutely. Chris, you mentioned about you know what you can say in those situations. Social media is becoming a big problem uh, now. And as motorsport marshals and officials, you sign up to say you're going to abide by the code of contact. But picture the scene, um, a partner or friend seeing an incident on social media and Mm -hmm. ultimately could lead to the fatality of their friend, Mm -hmm. um, friend, brother, sister, whatever. You know, it's, it's horrendous. So social media is becoming a problem in motorsport. Um, but mm. you know, at the end of the day, it's, um, it's there. We've got to be responsible with it in the heat of the moment. Don't do silly things. So just, just a reminder for everybody, just Agreed. be careful what you say, what you do. Yeah. Uh, somebody is watching it and they, it might be the first they've heard of it. It's very true, Rich. I think there's an incident a few years ago, um, in a truck attack, um, round, I think it's 2017, uh, really nasty, um, incident, uh, towards quarry and i remember witnessing it and i remember it was one of the first incidents i'd witnessed and it was dealt with really really well and there was people you know crowding around on the banks doing that videoing thing and everything else and i, I remember it being quite emotional because i thought that's just crazy but then leading on to that someone's put earlier but that chap actually he doesn't race uh, with coom he's not one of the coom guys and he actually tracked you down didn't he um at mm, um yeah i can't remember his name now but he tracked yeah, you down at uh, autosport yeah Tracked down at Autosport, and he was so thankful. Mm-hmm. As if you want to pick up on the story, because he actually came down yeah. to the circuit, yeah. and I think yeah, that no, just goes to show a little bit what a few people saying. But what you guys did there as a collective, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Because of my role, people associate me with is um, not being involved necessarily, but as a representative. Mm. And yeah, we get some uh, fabulous emails. But yeah, he just wanted to say thanks for the whole team, etc. Dave Spiller's incident, et cetera. Uh, rescue mm. were great on there. The medical team, um, just clearing up the incident as well, uh, minimised yeah. track time, et cetera. But you're underplaying great that, day. though, Rich. You're underplaying that because, in fairness, you know, he, you know, a, a lot of these people, they, they actually said if it hadn't been for the quickness mm. the, and the, and the training and everything of the marshals and then the medical crew and then the dots and then everything else. And he actually did say it would have been a lot worse for him. So I think, you know, again, you're underplaying yeah. it because, you know, your, your training of your guys in getting there and they were instantaneous. They were mm. bloody quick. 
Um, yeah. You know, and I think that's a huge part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Do you recall the um, serious incident with the MX5s at the beginning of the year, the previous year, um, just off the start line down towards Folly and the uh, Mazda rolled uh, pretty yeah, badly? Vaguely, and, yes, uh, yeah. Well, this year's serious incident training at uh, Motorsport UK, uh, Clarkson officials, it was their response, the video of that session. We're one of the last circuits to have the rescue team and the doctor's car follow the pack away from the grid. Wow. And we've always explained it away is it allows us to be there quicker. Mm. Um, some circuits think, or some organizations think it's another vehicle on the circuit unnecessarily. But it was highlighted how the wow. response was, yeah. you know, almost immediate arrival mm. in the dealing with that. Mm. So, yeah, if, if they're talking about us and using us as an example in Motorsport UK, yeah, what amazing. more can you say, really? No. Great team we've got. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always impressive to, and, and I've got to be honest to say, I, I've always been impressed with the Castle Coombe going from when I was up on the spectator banks through is that you're always able to see how quickly everything was dealt with and how calmly. Uh, incident, I'm just going to say this before I forget, Matt Coyle, the uh, saloon car, um, Castle Coombe saloon car championship coordinator, he set me the challenge. You may recall that I said earlier about top banana. That was the phrase I had to get in. And if I said top banana, he is giving £100 to the NHS. Oh, Matt, brilliant. You're an absolute hero. Well done, mate. Uh, and uh, oh, I, I rose to the challenge and I got it in. So <laughs> you oh, might have thought it was what just you a did rubbish. for a thousand, Chris. So. Yeah, or anything. Yeah. Anything, mate. Anything. <laughs> you want... I haven't got a thousand right he's now. Doing, he's doing a lot for... He's doing a lot for a bottle of gin and, and, and a t-shirt. So, uh... and that's the point. I've got, I've got to thank Tom for a bottle of gin that was sent through to me for this, as well as this t-shirt. But that was for a good joke. But Tom, thank you for the uh, for the gin, mate. Much appreciated. It is lovely as well. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I'm doing it for the love of the circuit, right? Paul Ashton. I've actually lost the uh, the tail end of this one, but he said thank you all for what you do out on track, as I've had two cars that needed the fire crew to put large fires out. Uh, apologies, Paul. I've lost the the tail end of that one. Blimey, me, Paul. That's that's a bit of a raw deal there, but I'm glad we were able to help. It is actually. And I, um, I visited Thruxton as a clerk last year, and I had more five. They had more fires on my sessions than they'd had all year round. I had three in one day. So uh, yes, uh, I'm not a fire magnet, honest folks. Oh, I know that image. Yeah, this is something you said, and apparently yeah. the driver quote was, my, my, my mate said, take camp yeah. corner flat. Yeah, if you see where the rescue uh, doorway is there, myself and Tim uh, were running that session. It was a track day, and we were about six feet away from the point of impact. There's some uh, video that one of the queries is, why are the marshals running the wrong direction? <laughs> and uh, you'll see I then return with the nearest fire bottle and get to that. But, yeah, so... Um, a couple were hanging upside down in seatbelts. They came out okay, thank God. And uh, he just said, uh, my mate said you could take it flat. And that was his <laughs> first lap on any race circuit, his first flying lap. And sure enough, he took it flat. So bless him. That was a shame for yeah. Turbo Coupe. 
crumpled. Yeah, Fiat drivers. Yeah, Fiat drivers. That was one of the, the photos that you sent. It just looked incredible. Um, again, let me quickly go back. Apologies, guys. There's so many of you messaging and I'll have missed some. Thanks for all your great work that enables to enjoy a day from Mike Cotton. Uh, Joe uh, Lukovic has just uh, reminded me that the uh, the challenge for the toilet rolls is by the 15th of May, apparently. And I'm pretty sure that's on the Castlecombe Circuit Facebook page. If not, then it's the Castlecombe Racing Club page. Um, Aid Marfell says, best thing I ever did being a marshal at Castle Coombe. Uh, well done, Aid. Now, one of the key things that I always say, wherever I'm commentating around the country or whatever, um, and there are times when we get the, the taste today people brought up into the commentary box so they mm. can see that, especially somewhere like, say, Brands Hatch, where we've got a mm. big commentary box. Well, thank you, current Mrs. Dawes. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we don't disturb you at Coombe. I hope you respect that, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as was sort of pointed out to me, it's probably not big enough to get uh, a whole troop of, uh, of taster people in. But one of the key things that I always say, and I say at the racing school when I try to encourage people to, to get involved, no one gets closer to the action other than the drivers themselves. And you're not signing your life away. If you can only do one day a year, that is all you end up doing. If you can um damage your relationship and do every single weekend then go for it (laughs) (laughs) i've said nothing move on (laughs) (laughs) but but the point being richard is that literally they are able to they they are not committing to every single time they are whenever they're available because it's appreciated what they can do yeah yeah no that's always a, a big surprise i'm very careful to cover that you know at the day you're helping us and there's enough people that we can, yeah, we don't need to drag anybody there. Some circuits, too many events, you know, it's virtually a full-time job, and they're asking people to marshal and marshal and marshal. Luckily, I don't have to broadcast for help uh, very often. We had one race day last year. We lost to the weather, and we had to arrange at sort circuit. So I did ask for help, and sure enough, everybody responded. And uh, we had what I would see at um, a lot of other circuits, more marshals on a desperate day thrown together at short notice than what they would have on a typical race day. So um, what can I say? Great team. And and it's not to be underestimated, that is, that I had uh, a time last season when I was commentating at Donington Park, and it was GT Cup were there. So we've got mm. an amazing mm. kit on display here. Mm. Um, but because it had been, it was either the week after or a couple of weeks after, something big like British GT or mm. British Touring Cars, I can't remember what it was, that had obviously been full of everybody signing up for that one. This was supposed to be on the full GP circuit. Yeah. They didn't have enough marshals, and so they had to whop it back to the national circuit, which caused all sorts of issues for the drivers that had paid to race there and everything. And at the same part, same day, the Ferrari Challenge was happening down at Silverstone and possibly wasn't going to get to go ahead because there wasn't enough marshals. The Midland so, circuits do have that problem quite regularly, and the GP circuit in Donington, yeah, I've, I've only uh, marshaled it a couple of times on the old hairpin. Uh, it goes sorry, to show we can't in Melbourne, and it's uh, not underestimated, is it? No, How we, absolutely. you know, absolutely. we don't assume that they're going to be there. Uh, Jackie, we've got loads of comments. Uh, um, they need that they want another wave, Jackie. <laughs> she is particularly <laughs> quiet this evening. Um, when, uh, when we've got the um, end of day marshals uh, raffle in the tavern. Um, yeah, Jack does a great double act of heckling me whenever I open my mouth in front of everybody. I've had so, 40 years of practice at yeah. it. So, so I couldn't do this without dragging her into it. You see, she came, didn't put up that much of a fight. But, 
That's yeah. a great thing as well, isn't it? I always think that's great. The um, yeah, the Marshalls raffle at the end of the day, and the drinks, and you all go in there, and everyone's and I, and it always amazes me um, the amount of donations you get as well. Yeah. And I, and that's uh, there's a, an old chap, um, and I mean that in the nice possible way, but he is a fairly old gentleman. He comes around, and he know, and he bless him. And he always says hello to him, always chats, and he always um, takes his back uh, rucksack off, and he always get, donates something to you guys, mm-hmm. um, bottles of wine or some chocolate yes. or something. And, and, yes. and I can't um, remember his name. Ken. It's really. Ken. Yeah. Really Ken, sweet, Ken's lovely a chap. Lovely chap. He's motorsport and that drives an M5. So, uh, yeah, he's blessing. It's great to do that. His, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's really good. For sure. And then, of course, a, dri- a lot of the drivers as well. There's a few drivers in there. Um, I'm trying to think, um, is it, uh, it might be Lucky or a couple of the other yeah. guys. I'm trying to remember. Always Lucky put a few hundred good. quid by the bar as well, which I always think is another. Um, just a great touch, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Really great Absolutely. touch. And I'm yeah. not surprised to hear that, babe. I'm going to do this because we're sorry. losing messages. Yeah, off. sorry, Rich. Jackie Fay, uh, great to see you, Richard. Can't thank you enough for the welcome to marshalling last year uh, and giving me a chance to try different roles to find my place in the Orange Army. And I'm going to come back to that in a second because we've got another one here that I want to say before it goes. Chris Hignall, one of our drivers. Hi, Richard, and all the marshals watching this. Just wanted to say what a magnificent job you all do to keep us safe. Many of you have become great friends to Wendy and myself, and it's fantastic to be part of the Coombe family. So I wanted to get those ones out. But picking up on Jackie's thing, that's yeah. the, 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 the great thing is there's so many different roles mm. that you could end up gravitating to. Yeah, no, when, uh, when I get uh, new marshals, they, they just have this vision of going standing on the bank, say Quarry Corner and watching racing. And uh, I strongly advise them they ought to try other roles. And some of them never go back on the bank. Um, the paddock assembly team, you know, they're great up close with the drivers. Like Chris, you know, is such a family spirit on a race day. Um, they might look over to see if there's some racing going on. They certainly hear when it's gone wrong. But, uh, yeah, there's so many facets to a race day. And they just love it, being involved, feeling respected by the drivers, helping one another. Great banter, I must admit. With some of the comments, there's always great banter on race day. <laughs> if you're thin-skinned, then forget it. It's not for you. Let's just have a no, laugh. And none of it can be repeated on this show, I can tell you that much. Uh, Paul Wiltshire enjoyed Marshall at the Coombe for 35 years. He's one of our great younger stuff. members, um, <laughs> relatively inexperienced. Uh, yeah, it's um, we've you're got, um, hero. I think, Mike... My divine blessing is 63rd year, this would be. Wow. Um, Con Evans has just messaged me yesterday. It's first race day. He hasn't done in 52 years. And those guys lead teams as post-chief. And, uh, wow, what can you say? Wow. I mean, with the experience on that, that says a lot. They're not uh, gone here today, gone tomorrow. Jed Doyle, uh, and this goes to show as well what's possible as well, mm. was hoping to upgrade this year. I'm hoping to get enough events to do this. What's that about, Richard? Yeah, the um, the Marshall grading scheme, you've got various grades you work through. It's a combination of days marshaled um, where you get involved. You can't just stand on the bank and you get a tick in the box. No, you need, you need to have contributed towards the day. You're, um, the, the post chief for that sector will judge, um, help, advise and teach you through the day and you'll just gain experience and show you learning things. Uh, regular training days, there's a load of modules that we do. So fire, first aid, um, first marshal on scene and those sort of sessions. You have to tick boxes, you've attended them and then you can progress through the grading structure um, to get to be an examining post chief, 
you're looking at four or five grades with, I don't know, 60 events having need to be attended spread over a couple of years. And uh, then you can help mentor and tutor new marshals and less experienced marshals to get them through the scheme. It's a great scheme. Um, it's quite challenging. It's evolved over the years from the system inherited from MSA, uh, No Motorsport UK. And uh, on a race day, a lot of my questions is, what's this grading scheme? How does it work? And it, it can baffle the best of us, I can assure you. <laughs> but uh, I do try and help people through it. Um, I struggled, don't get me wrong. And there's always certain scenarios like people people who've done 30 years having a break from marshalling for five years, say. They're not up to date with modern practice. They might be good marshals, but unless you know the best way that we think we should deal with things now, mm. you're in, you could drop a grade and you attend training day, get a few more days, and then you can earn the grade back. But at the end of the day, the sport is dangerous. And if we're putting people out there who haven't been trained or are inexperienced, we need to support them. Because at the end of the day, when it goes wrong, it's a very difficult uh, situation to be in. So, well, as we're seeing from the drivers is that they, you know, they count on it being done properly, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's... Um, yeah, just, just for your info, rallying went through a bad phase a couple of years ago. Uh, there was a number of fatalities on Scot Scottish and Irish rallies, I believe, close together. And, you know, you can imagine in a coroner's court, so the person who ran towards you wearing the bobble hat, what training has he had? He likes watching rallies in woods. Um, those days are gone in the modern society. So the martial grading scheme, there's a lot of online training. Uh, there's yes, yeah, interactive modules starting to creep out from Sport UK in the last month. So we're sending well-trained people to deal with incidents to help others, but also to train the next generation. Because let's face it, some of us aren't as young as we like to think we are. So yeah, no, uh, it's just awesome. And I put along the bottom there, marshals.co.uk. Jump onto that. Anybody, anybody out there, go and have a look. Go and give it a go. As I've said, if it's just once a year, if it becomes a lot more, you could end up going abroad and doing stuff. Uh, I always make a phrase that uh, our marshals seem to be the best marshals in the world. And that's not a um, patriotic shout there. That is based on the, the number of our marshals that we see at Formula One races, Le Mans 24 Hour and, and all sorts of other things. They call on our marshals. Yeah, I was I was lucky to be one of the team that went out for the inaugural Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. There was, I think it was in excess of 300 British Marshals went out to work with and train the locals for their first Grand Prix event. And uh, I was on a, a tricky hairpin. And um, sure enough, on the first lap, we had Schumacher and Barrichello made contact with the car slightly beached. I think Schumacher's was off the ground. And uh, we dashed out to it. We got it cleared within that first lap. So there wasn't a need for a safety car or even yellows. And I can still remember the voice echoing around of the commentator as British marshals clearing that. Um, proud to say, you know, he supports the British mm -hmm. marshals. So, yeah, that was a great trip. Eye-opening, the... Um, cockroaches in the poor cabin we stayed. <laughs> I was going to say, the ones you brought back in your suitcase, they were out oh, yeah. as well. Oh, they, gave, they gave us a fantastic travel bag. And I came back into the lounge 
put it on the floor and you saw little dark objects scattered to the corners of the room. So oh, I God. brought a few friends back from Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Uh, yes, a great experience. And good T-shirts as well. He's still wearing them. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, right, uh, I love this comment by Dave Hardiman. Sharing headphones and a drink like teens in love. We are. <laughs> Do you know what? Hey. This is our 40th year together. So Why? Yeah. You don't look old enough, Jackie. You don't look old enough. I wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, okay, moving on, moving yeah. on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, another Castlecombe circuit legend, uh, Sir Bob Higgins, uh, um, has messaged in saying, Tower is a favourite of mine, obviously picking up from your yeah. comment earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to the Orange Army, as I must be one of your favourite disgruntled drivers when I go off. <laughs> yeah, you do learn a lot about people in the heat of the moment and uh, how to deal with it. We've all seen the old clip of, I think it was James Hunt, sneaking up behind a, a driver after an instant and uh, putting his uh, his arm on his back and then turning around and getting thumped. So, yeah, um, you have to learn that drivers have restricted vision with their helmets on, let alone after a nasty impact. Somebody manhandling you, you, your first guess is the driver that caused the instant, perhaps, or perhaps wasn't happy with your manoeuvre. So, uh, mm. yeah, be careful, but it's all covered in the training. Uh, I'm just going to check. Is this about you guys? Belated anniversary? No. Or is that somebody else? No, that's <laughs> no. all right. I no, thought it was just... about someone else. But... Yeah, Ray. Oh, oh Ray. Will that, that be for Ray yes, Ferguson? Ah, yeah, okay. of course it is. Well, happy anniversary, Ray Ferrari, not Ferguson. Yeah. He's a legend of the circuit, he is. Uh, yeah. Gary Elson says, can we also thank Castlecombe Circuit for maintaining such a picturesque circuit? Hi, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Nice comment. Um and again, Dave Spiller. So here you go. Here's Dave Spiller himself that had that incident with his dad earlier. Uh, without the Orange Army, we can't go racing. The team at Coombe is amazing. And he knows that firsthand. Mm. Um, Trevor Jones started at Coombe in 68, retired in 2019, 50 years of service to motorsport, enjoyed all my time at Castle Coombe. What I love, Richard, is that these people stay involved for a long time, but they are recognised uh, regularly as well. I'm going to just quickly bring up um, <laughs> another photo. Yeah. Um, that was uh, presenting the uh, Marshal of the Year last year. Yeah, that's my autumn 2020 clothing collection there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm so pleased you said that for any of my friends that aren't to be watching this and think you yeah. normally dress like that. Duncan Patrick <laughs> there, bless him. Uh, we were trying to squeeze that in in, our, um, in between sessions, and I was looking at the comms box thinking, come on, guys, come on, they can hear us because we couldn't hear you for some reason. And I said, quick, quick, Duncan, uh, grab this, hold this minute while I get things together. And he stood there. And then as we go through, everybody drifts away, and he stood there holding the prize. And then the penny drops. Magic moment, the look on his face. Uh, Duncan, part of the Startline team, uh, fantastic. Great uh, mentor for others and helping bring on the next generation. Knowing uh, the training team ran success, ran a he session He a lot of our year. action days as well. So yes, I always see him. Yeah. He's, he's always um, there, and I think he's, you know, he's a good... Good person out of the action. And the action days are very different, aren't they? I assume marshalling to the race days. Yeah, very much so. I feel guilty that I don't do them anymore. But uh, what with my day job and other mm. uh, racing commitments, I just don't get along. There's Coombs tracks so busy so many days of the year. I think this year was planned for about 250 days of use or something mm. akin to that. And we can't do them all. But uh, yeah, Duncan's there. 
a lot of our team think um, they love the action days. And uh, I've got very fond memories of like the mini day. I, I led a parade of over 250 minis around the circuit one day. And there's been some fascinating uh, things to see. So Shane, we'll get back again soon. And of course, every year there's a Marshal of the Year plus yes. a young Marshal of the Year. Is that the right? Yeah, new, mar- new Marshal of the Year. New marshal, yeah, yeah, we're we're not ageist at all. So, <laughs> just happens. Uh, we at the moment we've had a knack of choosing relatively young people for new Marshal of the Year. Um, yeah, Thomas Ramsden. Uh, Nick has been a Marshal on the bank yeah, for his ages. On tonight. And ah, there it helps us in control. And Thomas's maturity is amazing. You tell he, he knows a lot about racing. He'll tell you who crossed the line and where that puts him in the championship. And um, most people, if they step into race control, their their jaw just hits the deck because they're gobsmacked to what's going on. And Thomas, in the heat of the moment, he'll just lurk at the back and wait for an appropriate moment to then deal with some paperwork he's brought up or something. Mm. Um, mm. Great maturity. He's loved. He's now been old enough to work in assembly this year. And Thomas, Thomas is marshalling of the future. Definitely. Well done, and, uh, Thomas. And picking up on the maturity then, there's hope for Nick yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Hey, Nick. Uh, Nick, I'm sure Nick's done Marsh of the Year one year. I'm sure he's, um, that's one. I, I meant, on I meant the maturity more than anything. <laughs> yeah, on my tour down the corridor where we've got all the photos of previous Marsh of the Year, some people mm. who've done good things for the circuit, etc. I always point out that my picture's not there somewhere. I'm going to have to tape one to the side of it just to make myself feel better. It raises a laugh, raises a smile. Uh, Chris Mason, very proud of the marshals and, of course, the medical and fire and rescue crews. Absolutely. And I know that this is about the, the Orange Army. It is that the whole collective thing, without question. And, Chris, you're, you're an absolute hero for all of that. Hence, Dave Rogers, Dilly Dilly Rogers, says uh, that uh, yeah. we love you too, Chris. Uh, picking up on this one, then, I'm not sure if there's more to this or if he's just confirming. Matt Park, one of the saloon car drivers, uh, I think having the medical mm. response team following the grid off the start is reassuring. And yeah. I think uh, it's a great idea. I don't understand why it would stop. I don't know if that is that because yeah. that's something that's talking about happening. Yeah. You know, it, at the end of the day, um, you've got the Motorsport UK a point. Um, I've forgotten the term. Steward, sorry. The steward of the meeting, overall responsibility for circuit. And some of them turn up and go, why well, have you got that vehicle out there on a the live circuit? So you've got a vehicle weighing a couple of tons, uh, full of people. It's not really geared for cornering fast, and it's <laughs> following a live pack of racing cars. And um, you know, the thought is every vehicle out there is a potential risk. You know, say say it was badly maintained and dropped off for the next lap. Who knows? Could ha- what could happen? But we as a club were happy, and uh, I think every steward goes away. Mm. because inevitably there's some time when it's called into use and it pays dividends. And Matt, rest assured, unless, unless we were told not to, we'll carry on doing it because we think yeah. it's the right thing to do. Also, also dare I say, it's, there's some legends that drive that as well. Because Russell's, I've yeah. seen, been on there and um, I'm trying to think off the top, uh, Rowley as well. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Derek, isn't it, I think, some of the others. So, yeah. David Rose, I think, has as well. So if people don't yeah. know, you know, they are racing drivers, aren't they? They yeah. are racing drivers. So yeah. you know, it's that skill, like you say. It's not me going. You know, you said. I mean, Christ, I can't drive in a straight line. Um, 
you know, but in that's days what, gone yeah. by, it used to be a perk for a doctor to get to drive a vehicle mm. like that fast on a race day. Mm. Our policy is, no, you've got to hold a, a competition license. Yeah, Otherwise, so, you yeah. won't be driving it. Because, yeah, it's a fully laden vehicle. There's a lot of kids on board, a lot of people. Mm. And um, it's very different. And conditions conditions change, surfaces, etc. on a race day. So you've got to, ha- you've got to have your wits about you. And best person is a racing driver. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, that's our policy, and long may it continue. That's why I thought it was a good one to pick up there, because obviously we're able to pick your brain. Sorry I put you on the spot with that one, uh, Richard, but I just thought it was yeah. a good one to pick up, and I knew what he meant, because I always see that thing going off. Yeah. Kelly Williams-James, uh, hello, Kelly, yeah. nice to see Well, I'm sorry I'm not seeing you at the minute, bless her. Mm, um, yeah. First time I met Richard was at Silverstone Burkitt, the Burkitt mm. relay we talked about with uh, Ilston Bryan uh, the other day as well. Yeah. He was a probationary clerk, And he made a very horrible situation a bit easier for us as a family. We'll never forget that. And that was the start of a great friendship on my side anyway. Mm. Not sure Richard (laughs) always thinks so when I'm in race control. (laughs) Funnily enough, when I did my little notes for this, that was an instant I wanted to put on here because that's, that's a day that changed me. And I understood it from a competitor side of things. Yeah, it was a particularly nasty incident with a Radical and a saloon car, I believe, um, going into Cops Corner, high-speed incident, and a concrete wall, etc. And the Radical driver was very badly injured. Um, as a probationary clerk, then I was dispatched to try and find the team members and make contact and just see how things were, anything we could do as an organising club. And, um, yeah, I just spent a lot of time with Kelly and uh, the team. And, um, yeah, I was pleased at a race meeting last year. The chap, he was badly injured. Um, it was touch and go for many years and whether or not he'd walk, et cetera, et cetera. And he actually turned up at Coombe last year to spectate. And they wanted me to pop over and just say thank you. Um, alas, we had an instant and I was clerking that day. So I didn't get a chance to get over and say thank you. But, yeah, it was just being there, being useful, thinking, what the hell can I do to help, etc. Um, it was a very small team, um, literally just almost a family-sized team. And, uh, yeah, he was uh, helicoptered away from the scene as well. So, uh, yeah, just uh, tricky days, fond memories. Um, Kelly's raced in hot hatches and... Um, yeah, and Dave Allen trophy. Uh, yeah. I was I was clocking that, and she didn't necessarily like some of the answers. But do you know what? I've dragged <laughs> uh, Kelly into the Clarkin team. She's now fully qualified, and um, she's loving it. So yeah, great respect, and uh, thank you, Kelly. That's uh, yeah. much appreciated. I, I love seeing Kelly all around the country now yeah. as well. We yeah. often catch up when we're uh, on content. She's in race control. Uh, Chris Mason's made a good point. We like to thank the Racing Trust mm. charity for their donations to help improve safety for marshals and medical teams as well. Yeah, the Racing Trust is a part not many people hear of very often, but beyond Castlecombe Racing Club is a charity set up as a Racing Trust and would just help out people in their hour of need um, the club make contributions to it. The circuit make very hearty contributions and support us on it. And yeah, inevitably we end up buying medical equipment and things like mm. that. And uh, yeah, it's done some great things. 
I'm sorry, I just want to say, because there's someone we haven't mentioned, and uh, talking to volunteers, and, and, and how important, and raising the money for, for that, and uh, that is Pete Molan. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know if Pete's on Facebook, uh, Facebook or not, and he, yeah. I haven't seen or but anyone who's ever into that shop and bought anything from a set of pro bands through mm. to a hat, a key ring, a T-shirt, a handbag, a million things in between, um, mm. just want to say another volunteer uh, but links into that into that trust again as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. He dropped me a note earlier today to wish me luck this evening, oh, etc. And to come from somebody with his experience, because on um, on track days, etc., he'll run the circuit, etc. Yeah. But the work in the shop, um, he's emptied my pockets many times, even with me discount. Um, <laughs> he's done well. I'm sort of helping fund the club sometimes, I think. But uh, yeah, uh, a legend, and his wife Sally, of course, yeah, supports him. Yeah, definitely. So. There's a great yeah. bunch of double acts around here. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Mark Campbell. Hi, Richard. Hope you're all safe and hope to Gosh. be back at track very soon with you all. And Chris, I miss you, man. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's Todd Campbell. I miss you as well, mate. Definitely. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we bump into each other in a few places. He's a good lad. He, he always is, harasses me when we're on the podiums together. Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Duncan Harris, uh, two of my teammates were involved in that three-car MX-5 incident. Mm. Both cars written off, uh, but with your team skill, no harm to drivers. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the, the testimony mm. to it as well. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Just flicking through this because, again, I'm conscious so much is coming in, and I've still got stuff that I want to cover on you as, uh, as well, Richard. It's trying to get the balance oh. between the two. Uh, let's have a look. Um. I'll have a read. Yeah, I'm sort of reading. I've always got to read ahead because you never know. Uh, Matt, Matt Parr, we were pitted uh, the opposite side of the fence to where it happened. The noise was insane. And I'm assuming that's the MX5's thing mm. as well. Mm. Uh, and mm. it was a mess. Glad all guys were okay. Um, I was at that and got promoted to... Oh, wrong one, that one. Uh, so Craig Shield, I was at that, got promoted to post... Chief, I'd imagine, not Chef, and if he, he's yeah. cooking for him on there. But uh, for the day, great racing. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, that's, that's a good example there. Craig wasn't graded as a post-chief, but on that day, for various reasons, I didn't have a full complement. Possibly there was another high-profile event elsewhere. And you just look at the, all the guys coming through, guys and girls through, coming through the door and just say, Craig, do you fancy being post-chief for the day? And that was his first day. Uh, made sure there was an experienced team around him, but not necessarily graded as post-chief. And, uh, yeah, Craig stepped up to the task. And that that's what nudged me on. Somebody on the morning would go, oh, would you mind doing this? And you'd never put your hand up for it. But when you have a day like that, you go home bloody contented. I, well, I, I feel thought... proud, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can still... You know, some of these incidents over the years, I can still picture every moment of it because you, you turn it over in your head and did I do the right thing and that sort mm. of thing. Um, yeah, but great, great folks to support us. Sorry, I was going to say, because I just thought post-chef, because um, he's missing an eye out. And I've, yeah. I've, had, I've had the pleasure of having to feed you at many autosports and um, maybe that's <laughs> a separate interview about what, you know, your fine I wine and eating. Watching, no, I was going to say... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, quickly moving on, keep, yeah. keep out of trouble. Nick Ramsden, uh, Coombe doing everything right. Great martial numbers, great grids, great crowds, great circuit, great club. 
uh, and it's his fault that you get the mentions of uh, flamingos as well. Is that he set the challenge that I had to say <laughs> he bought me this because he set me a challenge. I had to get flamingo into the commentary, and would you believe I did? So there we go, and that, that's next. stuck ever since. And he's a good lad. We always have a giggle. Um, let's have a look because it's it's so funny. I'm loving this that there's a lot of these comments. They're actually chatting to each other as well, which is yeah, yeah. Sort of it sums yeah. it up. So just it? help facilitate it. That's my role. Just leave them to it. But but it sums up the whole attitude. Is it's so good to see Joe Shingler. The recruitment yeah. of marshals at Castlecombe is excellent. Another one of the drivers, Nathan Nichols, big Nath Orange Army. Thank you for making it yeah. possible for us to race. Nathan's doing a great job as well with uh, Rock Definitely. Valley Automotive Racing, setting up um, sim racing at the minute. And I've got involved in commentating. Would you believe on sim racing? And he was the one that's given me their first opportunity. And thankfully, already it's steamrolled to to get involved in a lot so, more. So, do they need marshals for that? Then, do they? What little digital, <laughs> little digital? We should marshals. find a way. We should find a way. Definitely. Uh, we were talking about uh, Tomo uh, Ramsden. He says hi. By the way, hello, mate. <laughs> I hope hi, you heard all those positive. Uh, yeah, lovely lads. Yeah. Uh, Mark Mitchell. He's another hero that oh, I get to encounter. Yeah. Uh, a few other places as well. Thanks, Richard, for giving me the opportunity to try something different at Castle Coombe. Mm. It's given me the confidence now to make that leap to trainee clerking. Yes, and that's yes, not for everybody, is it? But the, no, absolutely. We, we need um, more, from what I yeah, hear. Yeah, and the role of a clerk can be pretty awkward on a, on a challenging day, and ultimately, you might be the one in the coroner's court explaining why it didn't necessarily go to plan. So, um to step up to wanting to be a clerk can be a challenge. Mark, like a number of them, are experienced post chiefs all over the country. And uh, we just dragged him up to race control one day to see it from the other side of the phone. Um, when you've got mayhem around you out on post and somebody's barking at you over the phone, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that sort of thing? And tell me what you want. Um it does help them show the pressure in a race control. We said, Coombe, we haven't got that much visibility of many of the key points of the circuit. So the guys on the ground are our eyes and ears. And they give us a live commentary for the post chief. That's one of the best things they can do is tell us what they see. If they tell us what they think we should be doing, then that's a different scenario. Now, if they tell us what they see then that helps us make the best decision. And we'll, we'll confer with them, of course, because, you know, then they, if we do this, will that help and that sort of thing? Yeah. But, yeah, Mark stepped up and is now probationary clerk. Um, I'd hope to get him near Coombe uh, later this year. So, uh, yeah, good luck, Mark. Uh, he works for the NHS, so he's out there. I think he's busy at some point this evening. So uh, thanks to every one of them that are helping us. I think Without question. Going on that, I remember a couple of years ago or last year, I think it would have been BRSCC with Cheeky. They put an advert up um, on on the on race, on race control doors and everything, saying they were looking. I think it was for clerks and trainees and stuff for, for the BRSCC. Yes. And I, I happened to, I said, oh, you know, and and it, at the time, um, uh, Dominic then he he said, are you interested? And I was like, oh, I just made a question. <laughs> it was all that almost. <laughs> going, it was almost that point. It was like, you know, here's a, go on, go here. You go. I was like, well, no, I, I was literally just asking. You know, it, um, so it's, it's it's amazing that we get that, don't we? Um, I wouldn't yeah. say easily, but we we do attract that, don't we? And look after people and train them. As in, someone as big as the BRCC, um, you know, is is in our ground poaching, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Other clubs do have a, a marked policy for trying to get new clerks trained through the system 
and I'm quite proud that we've got typically four probationary clerks. You can only use two at a race meeting, but mm -hmm. we've typically got four undergoing the training scheme. Mm -hmm. And we're talking of a two or three year um, yeah. scheme of many race days experience. And uh, yeah, we're, we're bringing on the next generation. I'm just proud of the training we do at Coombe. I'm just bringing up this name because uh, Bob Honeyset, he's he's been sort of commenting or what have you. That's a probationary clerk. I was about to say, I yeah. thought he was as well, absolutely. Yeah. And good to see you, Bob, because uh, um, I sort of come across him on Facebook and everything. I'm like, I'm sure that's the because yeah. we always say hello to each other when we're yeah. you know up there. But I'd say yeah. again, Bob, Bob, I, I've seen Bob do I think almost every job at the circuit. Um, yes. you know, on race days and again with action yeah. days I've seen him you know helping out in the medical centre I've seen him do all sorts of things and a, a really nice chap always got time to stop and say hello and very, always chirpy and friendly and I've seen him up in race control doing all sorts of things and again you know I think that that's that's it isn't it there's a lot so many mm. people isn't there that we we I suppose they take for granted in a way but just all beavering away all smiling all getting on with different roles yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I just see Dave Rogers is commenting about uh, being chief paddock one day. Yeah, I, I, I took that with a great smile on my face. Dave, you can be chief paddock today. And the look on his face made my day. But do you know what? He rose to it and he started mm -hmm. to progress through the uh, grading scheme. We'll uh, we'll upgrade him during this season, hopefully. He's very um, passionate, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's very yeah passionate. bless him. Yeah, I love he sent me a. Sorry, go on, Sorry. Jackie him and base came down to brands when the saloons yeah. had their away day as well so that was good yeah so that's you know a 300 mile round trip of uh mm. two of our paddock assembly marshals just to cheer on the coon guys and they would have been in there with well, everybody uh, it was like a family day out honestly we could have packed including up, me on the comms as well on the coach. exactly <laughs> and, and, yeah. to, and to show brands how it's done properly i can ah, say absolutely, that absolutely <laughs> Yeah, uh, I clerked that session and we had a car stop sideways across the circuit. I think, oh, red flags. Here we go. We're going all that way for one race and we ended up with a red flag. But no, luckily we had a great race. And surprise, surprise, Gary Preble did really well in it. <laughs> he did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the highlight of the day, I can assure you. It was. Well. The best, best race of the day. It was. Absolutely. It was. Um, again, summing this up, Gary Birch has said, I'm so sorry I was away all of last year and moving away for another three years with work, going to miss marshalling at Coombe. There's no need to apologise, Gary, but no. that sums up the attitude for me yeah, of yeah. you heroes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. If somebody lets me know, you know, they're not going to be able to attend because they're sick or whatever or other problems, etc. Um, yeah, they're, they're so apologetic. Yeah. You know, just... What more could you want? That's the kind of people we want, just people who really care. No, exactly. Roy Salisbury, I was going to be at Coombe for the first time this year at the MSDR yeah. meeting. Unfortunately, it got cancelled. Mm. Uh, I will be there soon, I hope. So yes, uh, I've, no, I've seen the name Roy for many, many years and uh, never really bumped into him, certainly not at Coombe. And, uh, yeah, when I saw he'd volunteered for one of the sessions, I thought, yeah, brilliant. But, uh, alas, it's going to uh, – another day, Roy, we'll meet up. Yeah, David Campion uh, has also put a message here. He's from Wiltshire College. Hello, mm. David. Good to see you, mate. Uh, doing a great job. So it's across the board. Everybody is appreciating uh, everything. And Chris Mason has gone off to sort of save the world again some more. The Mason's That's doing it. a sterling job out there on the firing line. Just to mention yeah. the um, uh, college. Alan. Oh, is this the Alan? Sorry, I just put, no, that's not the Alan Cooper. That yeah, we know, it's, is it's it, Alan Cooper Alan Yates, Cooper. as we call him. 
just to avoid uh, okay. confusion. I'm, yeah. I'm even more as as a Yater. I'm even more connected now. But thanks for <laughs> all you and Jackie do for motorsport. It's really appreciated. Alan, it is great to hear that from Alan because he has actually been Chief Marshal and um, I think he was on the board in the BRSCC days, etc. He knows what it's like. Uh, he's always great to help preparing the cars and checking the post equipment before race day. Alan and um, some friends uh, do that for us. Absolutely brilliant. No questions asked. Just get on with it. Mm. Thanks, Alan. So, yeah. Duncan, Patrick, thanks very much, Richard. I still know not to trust you. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> you know, we know we, where we, we stand. Yeah, we've got to say the negatives as well. No, he's obviously yeah, only jested there. He's giggly. <laughs> yeah. Sean Lewis says, I started marshalling as soon as I could drive at 17, still coming up at 34, still love oh. it. Can't wait to get back into it. Yeah. He's got another 40 yeah. plus years then left Exactly, in. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, relative inexperience. But exactly. He does an awful lot of track in action days as well. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. I don't get to see him. Uh, Tim Perry, uh, I'm either at a race day or action day almost every weekend throughout the summer. You're a hero, Tim. Well done, yeah. mate. And please keep it up. Uh, Nick Ramsden, I'd imagine that oi is probably when I question his maturity. <laughs> hey, you know I'm going to do that. Well, uh, 2009, I would imagine he's therefore saying that that's when he won the award that you're referring there you to go. as well. There so you that's go. Take my hat off to you, Nick. Uh, Phil Beeson said, uh, looking, was looking forward to my first year as a marshal this year. Big thanks oh. to Richard and uh, all the marshals for making me feel so welcome on my taster day last year and at the training session earlier this year. Mm. The welcome will still be there. It's just a case yeah. of when the calendar kicks in. Absolutely. And, you know, still watch this space. Oh, Emma is watching as well. Love to the medical car drivers, definitely. Um, <laughs> the rescue <laughs> units never go fast enough. <laughs> they proceed uh, with caution, I'm sure. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Ferrari up Ferguson. Thanks for the mention, guys. Been racing at Castle Coombe since 1993, mostly in the Ferrari Marinello Challenge, then for the last five years in saloons and hot hatch, done most other circuits over the years. But Castle Coombe is the best with best marshals. Big thank you to all. Yeah. And Ray is just an absolute hero of mine. I mean, what did we have? Was it last year when he did something like six races in one day or something? Mm. Crazy? Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, changing cars. Was it, was it, no, yeah. um, it was the MGs, wasn't it? It was the MGs, I remember. Cause, MGs. Regular. Yeah, it was the MGs, wasn't it? Yeah, he was the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That it just amazing. I, I, I love you, Ray. You're a, you're an absolute motor racing legend. Sean Lewis, get Les in there, fastest van driver about. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. Didn't yeah. you say you've been out in the van with Les, Tom? Yes, I have. Yes, that's an experience. Just there's words that there's words that I learnt as well that I'd never even heard <laughs> as, as well. I mean, you know, <laughs> would you mind to re regale us with some of the stories? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's not enough time for those stories, yeah. and there's legal action pending. <laughs> yes, <though. laughs> yeah, love it. Uh, Nick, Nick Workman's picking up on the speed of the uh, the medical cars and saying, "Emma Mason, oi, we're knocking almost eighty mile an hour over Avon Rise from a standing start, and that's with your other." The half on board <laughs> <laughs> that's just rude yeah, that's hey just rude. don't shoot the messenger I'm yes, just, yeah. Uh, yeah it's nothing to do with me We're a friendly bunch really oh here we go uh just picking up on this and i'm going to come back to your details uh richard but joe lukovitz is saying the toilet roll challenge just need a five to ten second video catch and throw a toilet roll in the most imaginary way we will put all the videos together will be a bit of fun jackie you get to keep the to toilet roll 
<laughs> but you don't you don't lose it please join in if you can do it go to yeah. the uh, to the facebook pages have a look at it get the you know we're there this is the fun things we're trying to do is is get involved and let's have the castle coon family creating this toilet roll challenge that if you've been on social media you'll have seen this being one of the uh the funny fads that's out there at the moment so let's mm. uh if you can't beat them let's join them yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely. Right. Uh, I, we've still got more comments, but I've now managed to get myself further down the list. So I'm going to come back to you now, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you obviously we say we've sort of talking about where you started on the bank. You went through by trade, electrical and electronics designer. I mean, that mm. just sounds that that intriguing. Boring. Was you going to say then? Yeah. No, yeah, I was Mom. not. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Rich, but I've asked you a number of times to tell me about your, about your job and I've fallen asleep. <laughs> uh, admittedly, yeah, yeah, no, it's pain machines, so we probably <laughs> we're not going to thank you for that because you're you're getting money. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. we're the but we're the, the friendly bunch. We them. manufacture the technology. What uh, the parking management companies choose to do with it is up to them, of course. But uh, yeah, no, it's um, there's a lot of technology in this car parking stuff. It's not just the barrier that goes up and down. And uh, I'm proud to say we're been the only british pound foot manufacturer for many years and we're we're a small team 50 to 60 people in bristol and we're competing against worldwide multinationals and quite often beating them we've um we've changed the market we brought in the um ampr i'll, I'll shut up a minute tom we bought in ampr based <laughs> pound fascinating foot and uh, we've changed the market a little group from Bristol. We have changed the way parking is paid for. Yeah, um, and Southgate Bath would be an example for the locals amongst us. Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> is that enough? Do you want? Well, I was going to say because, no, no, because this is what I love. Because Richard and I, we normally end up being the idiots setting up uh, for these events. So, like Water Sport Race Retro, and we've done this now, haven't we? And it's always us that seems to get there with the tape and things. And then we go and check into these beautiful exotic hotels that I always uh, book on a budget. Um, and the first one we always do, we, we, we pull up and they say, can you put your details into the machine? And I stand there listening to him ranting and raving about, <laughs> I put a bloody contract in there. Do that. I'm like, can you just, yeah, I didn't realise you... I was the lighting manager on this as well. Yeah. Oh, you stopped <laughs> the interesting parking store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we get to hear it as we go around the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do get frustrations with the uh, user interface on the competitors thing. Many, many moons ago, we used to have, um, it's big in the parking industry, it used to alternate between, say, Birmingham and Amsterdam, which is always makes for great exhibitions, I gather. And um, I used to pride myself on wandering around ticket manufacturers, showing off their equipment, and then just jamming up their ticket machine with one fell swoop, stick it in a bent ticket and jam up their exhibition so they've got it in pieces trying to fix it. Um, I did it on a one German stand. I folded a ticket in half and put it in, and it jammed up. And the chap came and he said, uh, uh, German people would not be so stupid <laughs> <laughs> whilst he took his machine apart in front of all the other people. So, yeah, the fascinating world of car parking. So uh, it's, now, it's pay, help me pay the bills, so I'm not going to have it not. Funnily enough, Richard, we're not getting any questions or comments about that side of, uh, of you. So, <laughs> you watch out. I know some I, people are all... I was, I was all prepared to keep talking about that, but I'm afraid we've got yeah. to go with the masses, mate. So, you know, don't, don't shoot me. Um, oh, right. <laughs> we were proposing a system for the um, track days where we would give it a tag and have a barrier on the entrance of the pit lane. 
That mm. has been discussed, not by me. No, 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 <laughs> no. I yeah. didn't want anything to do with it. I want to get away from work at the weekend, but yeah, it has been discussed. Clearly. <laughs> uh, Sean Lewis, my first uh, ev- uh, event was an action day with an old regular John Howard. Very fond memories. Sadly, I think he passed away in recent years. Brilliant character. Um, so thank you for that. Great to see. I'm really chuffed to see this. I didn't even know he's on Facebook. Roly Hamblin mm. is, uh, is watching as well. I'm watching Dave Hardiman. Thanks for keeping it all going. I don't know what he means by that, but thanks for keeping <laughs> it all going. Hope you're all well and staying safe. There you go. Thanks, see, Roly. That's, that's the pull you've got, Mr. Beard, is that you, you get yeah. people like Roly Hamblin watching as well. Yeah. I like this question. Uh, from Mike Cotton, what makes mm. a good marshal? God, blimey. Right, <laughs> okay. A team player. Doesn't matter what you've got to do, just support those around you. And if it means picking up the sweeping brush, actually, that reminds me. Um, at the <laughs> Grand Prix at Silverstone a couple of years ago, for three days, we watched the Silverstone hares running here, there, and everywhere. And on the last lap of the last race, yep, no more Silverstone hair. And somebody had to pick up the sweep and brush and oh. clear it up. Luckily, it wasn't me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just, just support your colleagues. Be there for when they need them. And sometimes they just need to talk. They might get involved in something and you're not act- actively involved, but they want to talk to you about it because there's this great self-doubt that did you do the right thing and – did you do enough, etc.? And just being there to listen. And, uh, yeah, listen to your friends and work with them, I would say. I because think I would think... I was sorry. sorry, Tom. I was just going to quickly no, say that based on that is that, you know, I, we, we mentioned about how you being mellow yellow and all of that sort of stuff is that that doesn't necessarily mean that that should be every marshal should be that way. I think that on that front is it's good that you're going to have the mix. However, no matter which camp you fall in, if everybody's communicating, absolutely, you're getting the best of every trait, aren't you then? Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. And um, there's nothing worse than coming away. I thought you were doing with that, going to do that. Mm. That's a big problem. Yeah, so communication and communication is two-way. Uh, yeah. I've been elsewhere and um, race control mm. have shouted to get the far car moving, etc. And it hasn't gone. And nobody went back to the far car and said, did you hear our message? Yeah, that's mm. uh, yeah, very, very difficult. But it's in the heat at the moment. There's a lot going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, Tom. Mind no, you. no. I was just going to say, this is what makes a good muscle. I was going to say, uh, either being single or having a very supportive partner. I think that should be, <laughs> should be too prerequisite, pre- you know, doesn't it? Basically, I think yeah. that, that's I'm going to say because it is, you know, it is um, a lot of commitment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And talking about commitment, we mentioned about Bob Honeyset, um, obviously trained to be a clerk as well. My biggest point is could not do it without the Coon family. So big thanks mm-hmm. to everyone. And I think that's what, you know, that's a perfect time to bring that one up because you were talking about that. Not just communication, but mutual support. Yeah. That doesn't mean you necessarily agree with everything that everyone's done, but you support each other no matter what. Yeah. It is like a, running a company. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you make a decision, you stick with it. If, if you flap and change your mind halfway through something, it's nothing more comical than watching a gang of marshals run out to a circuit and then change their mind and run back again. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, have a plan, think about it, plan it, and then deploy it, and then just make it work. But I also think Bob, yeah. Bob's point, though, I've, you know, I've been on the periphery, and I'm not a marshal, mm. I've been on the periphery, I always try and say hello and, and give him a bit and get involved. But 
you know, and I know there's a lot, and I'm not, you know, there's a lot of personal stories, isn't there, that mm. people have gone through different things, and I have seen firsthand people, uh, marshals and people involved in in the team support other people in ways that they I've not seen in workplaces mm. or mm. even as you know, general family and friends. Mm. These guys are really tight, and, and you know, and that's to everyone there. I've, I've seen some real things that have put a lump in my throat. And I've been like, blimey, now, you know, these guys they meet a few times a year or months or whatever. Yeah. It's unbelievable, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I get the odd request from somebody who's like, car's broken down. Could I let some people know nearby who might be passing yeah. and give them a lift? And uh, even on training day, one of our guys broke down twice on the way to the uh, setup day before and on the way home. So I set my alarm call for 4.30 a.m. just to make sure I could swing by and pick him up to get him there. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that go out of their way, and we're talking mm. – serious malls and there's no expenses so uh yeah just support one another one of the really good things that i've seen in 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 i think i think a growing number of championships is that they have introduced additional points to be mm. earned yes. when drivers go and have a day marshalling i think that is fabulous absolutely totally the um i come across it with caterham now the caterham graduates support our circuit well and made donations to help us uh, improve the marshall's post for examples and um yeah one race meeting they were going to be visiting and then i had a couple of drivers contacting me and uh, they were all saying could they do a day on the bank yeah 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 great and um yeah i found out then it was an additional point um oh sorry additional signature on their racing license to lose the uh, probationary cross and it is fabulous it bonds us together as a family um the other thing is the drivers then know when the worst happens what they're expected to do and what they're expecting us to do and that helps reduce the risk of panic and somebody who's injured panicking could be pretty bad so uh I, I spend a lot of time with the drivers and uh, when they do turn up and race, they always swing by to say hello to different yeah. people. Obviously it's directed at myself generally, but uh, they just want to go back to the guys they were on post with the day and just loved it. Absolutely well, loved it. It gives a good understanding, doesn't it? Of, yeah. of what's going on because of yeah. course they're in the emotions and there might be some things they don't necessarily agree with or understand or appreciate. I mean, a good friend of mine, Sam Strong, that race, uh, races BMWs traditionally, and he lived literally cycling distance from Brands Hatch. And I was at an event, and he was earning his, these extra points for the championship by going and marshalling. And then we caught up in the bar afterwards at the circuit. He was just buzzing. And this is a mm. racing driver mm. that yeah. have got what we all probably go, well, the adrenaline just must be off the scale to for a race. Yeah. This guy was buzzing more from that than I've ever seen him after a race. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have possibly only been, you know, close to racing um, at a big circuit. And when you come to Coombe and you are very close to the action and then get involved, uh, there is adrenaline. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it can be thrilling, uh, for want of a better expression sometimes. Um, but also drivers, you know, we get them suited and booted in the cars ready to go out. And then there's a delay and they're sitting there all frustrated and, you know, they've paid a lot of money to go racing. So sit there getting hot in a car mm. with nothing going on, not necessarily, you know, the best of info, but we try and keep them informed and um, it helps them understand what's going on and why right. there's a delay. Mm. 
sometimes they must think, you know, why don't they just let us get on with it? You know, let's not yeah, yeah. faffing about. Well, they're um, one track mind, aren't they? At absolutely, that point? And absolutely. I don't appreciate that. So, would you, based on that, then, would you encourage more championships to have absolutely. that in place where they give points to the championship for if they go and marshal for it? I, I would uh, moan quite heartily to Motorsport UK to say it compulsory for all Ooh. drivers. Yeah, and, and that would help other... solve some of the issues on numbers, yeah, wouldn't it? Exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, you don't want people who are unwilling to be there, but I think it does help um, build mm. respect, and it can also improve safety. So, what better? It's never, it's never big points that they get at the end of the no. day. It's just no. additional points. And they kind of go, you never know. At the end, it could make a difference. It's sold yeah. to them the reason why it's in there. And so if they're with these ones that you're worried about, they go and they really don't want to, then they don't mm. go and do it. It's yeah. not going to suddenly yeah. break Yeah, it. no, absolutely. It's yeah. not going to... Uh... But I think it's good. No, yeah. it, it's good. Uh, Becky Hill, uh, <laughs> another one of the uh, of the crew. Base Carter and Dave Rogers are awesome bridge trainers. They show new marshals where the tea is kept. <laughs> There you go. Very important. <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, one of my key roles is um, tea and coffee on the race day morning. If I didn't, there'd be hell to play, I'm sure. So, uh, I yeah, no, we're trying to look after one another. Uh, Base Carter was great representing Coombe Marshalls at Brands. Will there be another Castle Coombe race at Brands? Watch this space. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, we... The, the away days are sort of being, you know, that's that's us, Richard, on yeah. the Castlecombe Racing Club side there, isn't it, more yeah. than anything? Yeah. But Yeah, that's a personal opinion. I like to see the odd championship have an away day occasionally. Yeah. Uh, because we put on a great show, and I was proud of the, the team, the show we put on at Brands. Yeah, and 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 I can assure you, did my co-commentator for the day was absolutely blown away mm. um, from from what you guys put on as a show. So I I agree. Margaret Tarlins is still troublemaking. The only problem with Duncan Patrick's photo <laughs> is photo bomb it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, never been near Margaret when there's a camera about. Is I've learned my lesson there. Bless her. <laughs> absolutely. Joe Shingler says that uh, Les Rawlings is the fastest tire builder in the West. Yeah. The song yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. Christmas number one, I reckon, right there. I know, but, as but, in the team, we would have lost races on some yeah. race days, the level of repairs that I, were necessary. So, I, uh, what I always love on the radio is um, you get, uh, you get Ellen's going to take that. Oh, that's it. It's going to take me. <laughs> Two hours and fifty men, and then you go, "Oh, blooming hell!" And you all start running around panicking, yeah. and then it, and then he raises through, it's done, and you're like, "That was ten minutes." <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of the training for probationary clerk. What we do is, when there's a tire wall rebuild, we send them out, have a word with Dave, and keep us updated with the time frames. And that's mm. when you learn whether or not you've got it to be a probationary clerk or to be a clerk. If you can uh, <laughs> chat to Les and keep everybody else informed. Yeah, I, I always feel it. sorry for the drivers that have caused it because he, he's like, <laughs> oh, what have you yeah. done to my tyres? <laughs> yeah, they should be grateful they've been taken away in the rescue vehicle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the TCR guys were not favourable <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah. They were not favourable. <laughs> they, they were too far for him, weren't they, apparently? But yes. there we go. <laughs> uh, Carl Dyson has said, uh, have been marshalling at Coombe for over 20 years and have met so many great friends, so many opportunities and the encouragement to try new things, which is you know something you were saying earlier, Richard. Yeah, and a special plug for Carl here. Uh, behind the scenes, there's the Marshall database. And Carl wrote that for the club for us to administer it. And uh, I've seen other right. systems, or, or not systems, 
in use and do you know what we've got a bloody good system that carl looks after and maintains it's not unusual as we approach a race day for me to uh pop up the phone to carl and say help <laughs> but bless him so thank you carl absolutely uh lynn hoy has said yeah. are you using the marcus bonnet to measure the two meter rule <laughs> <laughs> Now that's that's just instantly created so much conversation about the two meter rule, which we are there not repeating go. most of those. <laughs> and social distancing at Coombe with our healthy numbers could be a challenge. So uh, yeah, that's going to be. I'd I don't want to restrict the number of marshals we have, but some days you mm. think, yeah, we have sufficient. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Dave Baggy Malpass, uh, yeah. which makes you so welcome and joining the family. That Becky then followed up saying, "I consider my Orange Army friends as family for life," and that's a point I make. Is mm. it does yeah. become exactly that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just quickly reading now. Well, uh, interestingly, Elliot's made a point here. Would it be uh, worth the commentary box to ask everyone at the circuit to clap for the marshals after the last race? The yeah, reality, really? yeah, I Chris. do that. I do it. <laughs> I actually do it. I said, give them, a, give them a cheer. You never know how many people are actually going to do it, so I have to kind yeah. of be tempered. But for some of you marshals out there, hopefully you'll have heard that, is I try to get them. And I certainly look up to, to, to camp, the final yeah. corner, and see that you know I can see them there sort of doing that uh, as well. Um, yeah. and, and Jed Dawes followed up saying it should be compulsory for drivers to experience all aspects. So there you, know, you go, Jed. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so I'm going to jump back now to you, Richard, before we wrap this one up, because yeah. uh, you know we, I've tried to make this um, about the, the the entity that is um, the you know the heroes that make the, the motor racing happen. But to just jump back and wrap up with uh, with yourself in reality is that. You've marshaled on the bank initially, as you said. You've then sort of moved up through and travelling to any events. Pembury to see truck racing, only to find it was pickup truck racing. <laughs> yeah, once I got a bit of experience on about, I, I just looked at the calendar and said, oh, I've never seen trucks racing. Brilliant. And mm. anybody who's Thank done you. Bristol to Pembury will know it's wind, rain, dark. And then to get stand there in the rain and look at the pickup truck come out. Yeah. Oh well. Read the small print. I think that'll teach you to read things properly in future, won't it, Richard? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Having commented on the trucks enough times, you might have dodged a bullet there. To be honest with you. Yeah. I've <laughs> I've seen them at Brands a couple of times, and yes, it's been quite messy. Exactly. It really is. It's crazy to commentate on. Um, you've worked your way through the race marshalling grading scheme we talked about earlier, which allowed you to attend uh, the British Grand Prix numerous times and not have mm. to sweep up the hairs, which is good. Yep. Uh, the Goodwood Revival, which is really good, and the inaugural Abu Dhabi Grand Prix uh, in 2009, including cockroaches. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I still enjoy most uh, going around and watching club level racing. I just like to see people like us, you know, possibly living down the road, turning yeah. up and having a great day's racing. And uh, to me, money and aero isn't everything, not for great racing. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not all high-profile events. You've got to tick them off your wish list, but then get back to basics is uh, great. Uh, and I agree because obviously I have the pleasure of doing like GT racing and, and things like that. But getting back to club is, is just really good fun. You haven't missed a Coombe race day. Uh, Tom's now, I can hear him eating, but his camera's gone yeah, off. So, yeah. uh, I don't know what's happened there. We've lost Tom on camera, but I could hear him in the background. And he was having a go Sorry, the, um, eating, so. <laughs> yeah, apolo- <laughs> was, no, you apologies. Share, I, 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 I kept on. frozen. I haven't. 
I haven't, um, Chris, I don't know if you can hear me, but I haven't heard a thing for about the last five minutes or so. Uh, okay. Well, so but, it completely froze. Put so yourself that's why I took myself out just in case. Yeah, I can, I can hear yeah. you, but Richard yeah. can't hear you by the sounds of that. So. No, no, I can okay. hear Tom. I just oh, choose can, to ignore him like normal. So <laughs> Fair no enough. Well, boot yourself yeah. out and boot yourself back in again because we can hear you, but we can't see you. So, so we'll, we'll okay. speak. So, Richard, uh, so we were saying that uh, uh, you haven't missed a Coombe race day since 99, apart from one that was the British Grand Prix when it, there was a clash. And even then, your wife, Jack, and your daughter, Charlotte and Lucy, looked after Coombe in your stead. Yeah. Right, Uh, Charlotte's partner, Martin, he came up and helped do Marshall sign-on as well. I not only wore Richard's shoes that day, the next day I had to wear his his shirt as well, because I only had one Castle Coombe shirt. But (laughs) it was was a good day from my point, a good weekend from my point of view. Everybody was really supportive of me and the decisions that I had to, to make. So, yeah, well done, everybody. Wow. That's and that, that explains a lot, doesn't it? She would never have said, you know, um, if I'd gone to her and said, do you want to be Chief Marshal at Coombe next race meeting? I, I know how the conversation would have gone. But no, I so suddenly dropped her in it with uh, <laughs> not a hope in hell. But everybody around supported her. So fantastic. I had various points, uh, texts during the day from people like keeping me up to date on things in case I felt I was missing out. So, yeah, no, thanks, Jackie and the family. No, I just give them all a bar of chocolate. There, <laughs> <laughs> drivers and marshals, give them a Mars bar. Do yeah. right. 2014, you were nominated to become a probationary clerk of the course uh, for race. I, you gained your experience with both uh, Castle Coombe Racing Club and 750 Motor Club, yeah. so you experienced the different circuits and ways of operating. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was when you also took up the role of marshal secretary. In 2016, mm-hmm. you gained your clerk of the course National B license. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing your clerking with uh, Castlegan Racing Club and 750 Motor Club, now yeah. also Classic Sports Car Club, someone else I've been heavily involved with. Yeah. Does that mean that there's still more for you, Richard? National B, is there more that you're going to look nah. to, to do? Nah. No, is Classic Sports Car Club, recent Autosport uh, review showed they got the biggest grids uh, in the country most successful uh, size. Coombe did well, considering we only got a relatively few number of race days by comparison. And Sem 50 again, they are up there. Uh, I think they came second, perhaps. So now it's just big grids, tight timetables, great racing, budget isn't everything. And uh, from a Clark's point of view, that's good experience. But from a motorsport lover, great racing. So the three clubs, I'll try and support them. I have no desire, and I think I will not be going anywhere, not that anybody else would have me. Um, now, I'm, I'm just very happy. My challenge now is juggling the timetables or the calendar for the three clubs. I'm, I tend to do all the um, classic sports car ones and a large proportion of the Sem 50 ones. And then my diary is full Um have I stretched myself too far sometimes, perhaps? I don't know, but I'm loving it. So I'm going to do it while I can. I know the feeling because obviously I, yeah. I, like, for example, you and I, therefore, I'm assuming, would have been at Brands Hatch this coming yeah. Friday and Saturday for the Classic Absolutely. Sports Club. Yeah. I'd have yeah. been on the mic for that one. Sadly, we're not. Yeah. Um, uh, that And one of the other things that a lot of people have been bringing up as well, and I'm going to uh, show it in the stream now. I don't know whether this is the, <laughs> uh, the current... <laughs> What one. is this mythical creature? <laughs> well, quite. That was Every... the image he sold me, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the prototype that I test drove that made me do the deal. So uh, 
a Lotus 7 uh, style chassis. You can see my chassis stuck stood upright in the corner there. That's what you get when you buy that kit and six fiberglass mouldings. Um, I started that in about 2000, 2001. But um, yeah, it's not finished yet. Uh, I've uncovered it during the last two weeks when I was um, at home initially. Uh, spent some time at the weekends. It's a wonderful, no, not wonderful, it's a very puzzling feeling being at home at a weekend. So typically my away days, I might travel on a Friday and return stupid hours Monday morning sometimes. So I just don't get a lot of home time at the weekends. Even cutting the grass can be a challenge. And yeah, so that's uh, I, I look at that car as a poor man's radical. So I've got an 1100 Honda Blackbird engine in there, about 180 brake and about 550 kilos for those who like the stats. And um, yeah, I've got to do plumbing, electrics, and final drive off the shelf. You haven't got a reverse gear, so we've got to implement a possibly electric motor reverse gear on it. Um, it will be done. Um, lots of people have offered when they hear I've got a part-built kit. But I'm an engineer. At one point many years ago, I almost bought a floundering kit car company who's had visions of making my own design. Um, I've stored. I don't think it's going to happen now. So I will finish that car. Quite frankly, I don't want any help because I just want to enjoy it, learning, putting things together and find out which bits I got wrong and then taking them apart and doing it again twice. So uh, watch this space. It will be circulating coom one day. We were watching telly yesterday. I think it's Wheeler Dealers that was on, and they were yeah. doing an American um, version of it. And this guy, I think BMW, he had in his garage for yes. 17 years, hadn't uh, hadn't started it, and they'd gone to view it with the um, idea of buying it and then sort of doing it up. And I'm stood there washing up thinking, well, that's a waste. What bloody idiot. I'd have a car in the garage for 17 years and not do anything with it. And then <laughs> suddenly dawns me, yeah, my idiot. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, I built a Westfield start to finish and had it on the road within two years. Um, but I took a factory kit and you just looked at the pictures and bolted it wherever they said, except for the uh, shock absorbers, which they got wrong. Um, and I didn't enjoy it. I didn't feel, by trade, I'm an engineer. Um, I also get involved in mechanical design as well. So I want to do it because that, you know, where where does the fuel tank go? What sort of fuel tank? How do you mount it? It's just a lovely retirement project, should I ever retire, of course. Yeah. Well, the, the people were asking about that, so uh, <laughs> I had to bring it up that they were there's asking an another one. I can show photos of it more uncovered. It's almost fit to roll out <laughs> onto the driveway at some point because we haven't seen it for the last four or five years under all this horse clutter that we no tend to accumulate in the carriage. About. No idea at all, but it wasn't that useful for drying the rugs out. <laughs> uh, at three o'clock on Tuesday morning, the part of the kitchen ceiling fell in and Richard was almost really relieved thinking, oh yeah, but I do that first before I touch the car. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Neither, sir, haven't. no, quite exactly. <laughs> right, let's just whip through these last ones because I need to let you guys go. Uh, Tony Cooper from the Hot Hatches, good evening, team. Who's the French dude organizing us in the collection area? French, he's uh, Dutch. <laughs> oh, is he Dutch? Is he who's that? What's his oh, you god, uh, 
That's fine. Excuse Don't my name, Andreas Kichlich. Well, think. I'm impressed. That's a, considering the size of the team you got to manage. I'm impressed by yeah. that. Um, yeah. He's saying, I think he's fab. Brilliant attitude. Keep up the good work. Would not be racing without you and your gang. And always appreciate the enthusiastic clapping at the end of a race. And also Raymond Cunell, who's his work colleague from Holland, who's now joined us as well. Obviously, was made to feel welcome. So, yeah. Two Dutch guys. Cool. Well, thank you for that, Tony. Great, uh, great things. Lucy Beard has said, <laughs> I have faith you will finish the car one day so I can take it for a spin. Yeah, Lucy Lucy takes after me. She's a bit of a motorsport person. We have been on the bank together at Coombe when she was old enough. We did a VW Audi action day and at Quarry Corner, we were on the flags together. And Joe, you know that was the quietest day ever at Coombe. I think we had one person lock up on the approach and that was it after that she went into assembly didn't she yeah yeah <laughs> right i think we've managed to get through it it's been you you weren't convinced that you'd have enough to keep talking about richard the honest yeah. and jackie thank you so much for joining <laughs> us we could have carried on talking for mm-hmm. ages you've had uh, so many good comments and questions coming in thank you to everybody that's uh, participate in this but above all else uh, Richard and Jackie thank you for joining us I hope you've enjoyed it and it was re- as relaxed as I promised it would be <laughs> there you thank you I've enjoyed it Chris you know as uh, you do a grand job thanks for helping the club and the circuit with this at these difficult times uh, let's keep the uh, the thoughts of the circuit close to our heart and we'll be out there again soon we will indeed absolutely well thank you very much guys uh, that's That's it from episode 12. Tom's unfortunately got problems coming back in again, but we'll be back again on Wednesday for episode, I don't know, do we call it episode 13 or episode 12B? I don't know. What do we do? I'm not (laughs) sure. It's a challenge. Exactly, yeah. And it's Paul Lawrence, who some of you, uh, probably a lot of you will actually know. He's done marshalling as well, so there's a Mm, great follow on there. He's done a lot of writing uh, for journalism. Uh, He's got some serious history uh, locked away in the lockers uh, for the uh, for the circuit. Just to let you in on another little secret that we're working on at the minute is that there may be a show that I'm hoping to put on. Watch this space because I'm still working on it. That I'm going to title something like "Bringing the Band Back Together." That should involve three of the true voices of Castle Coombe. I'm honoured that some people say I am now. And that's purely down to a timing thing because these core ones have retired. <laughs> it, honestly, Richard Davis, David George, Andy Blackman, hopefully I may be able to get two, maybe three of those together and we can reminisce about the great days that I grew up falling in love with uh, racing at Castle Coombe and really gave me the the bug to be doing what I do now. So. Keep you, keep your eyes peeled for that. But, of course, we've got a number of other things. Next Sunday is Steve Parrish. What a show that's going to be. Do you reckon I'll need my bleak machine for that, Richard? <laughs> ah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem is we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've improvised. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, uh, a week on Wednesday, we've got Formula One commentator Ben Edwards, who, of course, many of us have seen racing the Formula Fords, these red mm. Formula Ford um, at Castle Coombe in, in, I can't remember whether it was in the Classic or the Heritage Formula Fords, um, and just so many other people that we're still lining up. Thank you for getting involved, everyone. Keep yourself sane, keep yourself safe, and keep yourselves watching because I'm loving all of this and I'm loving getting involved. Thank you for supporting each other Brilliant. through all of this that you're doing. Watching your conversations <laughs> and abuse of each other has just been <laughs> Yeah. 
Richard and Jackie, stay safe and thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Thanks, Tom. Thanks, everyone. From us all, have a very good evening. Richard and Jackie, stay there. I'm going to cancel the, 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 stop the stream now.